morning, if you got your Bibles, flip them into Proverbs, uh, Proverbs chapter 29. And I want to look at something this morning. Uh, we're going we're gonna to flip things around. Normally we would go into worship at this moment. We'll be stepping into worship in about seven, seven minutes or so. Uh, but I want to look this morning at Proverbs chapter 29. And we're going to look at verse 18. 29, 18 says, where there is no revelation, people cast off restraint. But blessed is the one who heeds wisdom's instruction. I was thinking about this uh, recently. I've been, I've been trying my hardest to get back to the gym. Uh, when I go to the gym, it's really easy for me to take and put in like a 30% effort check off a box that says I made it to the gym, praise the Lord, and then go on my day. The problem is a 20 to 30% effort at the gym does me no good overall, right? Except makes me feel good a little bit inside, you know? Woo, got it. Uh, The best thing to do when I go to the gym is to push extremely hard Because when I push hard, that means that I'm actually getting a physical workout, which is the whole reason I'm going to the gym. So so I've got to choose to say, I need to be able to push past the resistance in, in this moment so that I can get the benefits of it. So when I go to the gym and I see that weight and I start repping, after a while, there's a lot of resistance that happens, right? If, you, if you've been there, you'll, you'll, you'll begin to feel like, oh my goodness, I can't do this. And at that moment, there has to be something that allows me to go past that or else I'll give up. Because it's real easy when that resistance starts happening to set down the weight and say, I'm good and go on and do my other thing. But if I want the benefits of working out, I got to push past the resistance that's sitting there. That's what this verse is talking about. It's saying we stop, we cast off restraint or resistance if we don't have a reason. If there's not an ultimate reason to me pushing off or pushing through, I'm gonna cast it off. If there's nothing saying there's a benefit to this for me, then I'm gonna set the weight down and walk away and never go pick it up again. However, if I look and say, you wanna know what I'm gonna get in physical shape, it's easy to keep pushing past. And in those moments where it gets really hard, it's like, I had this this week. So the problem is I went to the gym and I I try to hop on the treadmill and do a mile just to kind of get my body warmed up. So I went to the gym. The problem is I just eaten lunch. And at about three quarters of a mile, my stomach was saying, you should stop. But I had this vision inside of me of, no, if I could push to a mile and then I could go to then go work out, I know the benefit that will come to me so I could push past it. Because I have a vision, I cast off the, or I, sorry, because I have a vision, I don't cast off restraint, I keep pushing through it. Yesterday, uh, yesterday I had a, I got to hang out with some friends for kind of a New Year's, like happy birthday kind of thing for the first of the year. And uh, let me tell you what, I did not restrain myself when it came, when it came to sweets. And I was eating, I, I, I'm sitting there, and I like root beer. 
So I had some root beer, and then I'm eating cake, and I'm like, this is really going to affect me when I go to the gym. And I'm sitting there saying that, and I forgot my vision, so I cast off restraint, and I indulged in all the good things. But the Bible says, if I could keep my vision right or my revelation right, it's easy to restrain myself. Guys, we're stepping into 2024. The question is, what is 2024 going to look like for us? You see, a lot of times we can hop into situations uh, and we could try to create our own vision. It's really easy for me to come up with, I want 2024 to look like A, B, and C, so I'm going to do those things. The problem is we, we shouldn't come up with our own vision. We should ask the Lord what he wants to do. We should have the heart of God. What do you have for me in this year? And then we should take steps towards that. We shouldn't try to do it on our own. I'm really good at coming up with things I'd like to do on my own, and I'm really good at quitting things that I thought I would like to do. I was, uh, I was, <laughs> Pastor Tom Smith was sharing, a, actually he shared a version Bible plan the other day, uh, and it's, it's a guy going through, and he, it's like a year-long kind of thing. I think it's a year-long, right? Yeah. So it's a year-long thing, and he started out talking about how at his gym, couple days before the new year, they move in all this equipment into the gym and it's super packed. And seven days later, they move all that equipment back out when all those people stop coming so they can back to normal, you know? It's easy. It's easy to try to come up with some good ideas on our own and try to start chasing after those. But what we need to do is we need to say, God, what do you want to do today? So this is what we're going to do today. We're going to say, God, what do you want to do in my life in 2024? I'm going to invite the worship team to come up. We're going to spend a little bit of time this, this morning, the first men's ministry of 2024, saying, God, what do you want to do in my life this year? I've got some questions I'm going to lead us through. <clears throat> Sorry, i got some questions I'm going to lead us through in a few minutes, but we're going to start with just standing up, worshiping the Lord. Um, I'd encourage you, if you've got your phone, if you've got a way to take notes, if the Lord puts something on your heart today, write it down. Because if he says it to you and you just hear it, it's one thing. But if you write it down, there's accountability that comes. And this is not, what do I want this year to look like? This is, God, what do you want this year to look like? Because God knows a lot more than we do. Amen? So I'm going to invite you to go ahead and stand up. I'm going to pray. We'll go and do a little bit of worship this morning. And then, uh, and then I'll be back up in a few minutes to kind of go through the first thing. So, good. All right, Father, we just thank you, Lord, for this morning. Fathers, we're stepping our feet are just barely in 2024. We purpose as your men to say, Holy Spirit, what do you want? Father, I pray that we would have ears that are open wide to your voice. 
Father, that we would have ears that remove distraction and things that try to creep in and make us so we can't hear you. Thank you for us hearing you. We set this out of time, we trust you, and we enter in this morning with a heart of worship. So in Psalms 100 verse four, it says, enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him, bless his name. I wanna start out as we're, as we're saying, okay, God, you have something specific that you wanna do in my life. What I feel like the Lord say, said for us to do this morning is start with looking at this last year and saying, what is one thing that I can be thankful for? Some of us, that might be really easy. And some of us, that might be a little bit more challenging. So as we go through this next uh, time of worship, I want us to stop and say, okay, God, what's something that I can be thankful for from this last year? And then in that moment, begin to worship. So as I was uh, in that moment of worship, I'll share, I'll share what, what I felt the Lord say to me. This, this year, uh, there's been a lot of great moments, but there's also been moments where it's been revealed to me <clears throat> that there's still areas of growth that I have. And normally I would search in my heart to be thankful for good moments. And it's not that I'm thankful for it's not that I, like there's, there's no point in me that I'm thankful for not good moments of this last year. But what I'm thankful for is I feel that I have a deeper love for the Lord. Having walked through this last year than I had before. And for me to just be at a deeper place with the Lord is a beautiful thing. So I can be thankful for that moment in my life. So this is what I wanna do. I just wanna take a moment and just like, kind of like we're at a football game in a stadium clapping. Let's just give the Lord like a giant clap. This. In Ephesians 2.10, every time I read this verse, it kind of just like jumps off the page at me. But in Ephesians 2.10, it says, for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand so that we would walk in them. And when I read this verse, what it hits me, how it hits me this morning is, there's a lot that God has for us that we don't even fully understand. All we have to do is be faithful to walk in it. That's all we have to do is just be faithful to walk in it. So our question for the Lord this morning is, Lord, what do you have for me? Or I'll read it like I wrote it down. Ask God to show you something for this next year that he has for you. So the, the, the question is simple. God, what do you have for me in 2024? As we go through this next song, let's, let's ask the Lord, God, what do you have? Maybe I should, I should preface this. Sometimes we can just like be overwhelmed with emotion when we're in the presence of the Lord. So it could just be an emotion that you feel. God could put a picture in your head of 
ministering downtown or something like that. And that could be what he has for you. It might be just a word or a phrase that pops into your heart. Whatever that is, go back before the Lord and say, God, is this what you're revealing to me? And just follow peace. As Christians, we follow where the peace of the Lord is. So um, let's go ahead and step. In Exodus chapter four, this is the moment where uh, God's calling Moses uh, to lead his people out of Egypt. And it's kind of this, this moment where I feel like I can find myself often when I hear the Lord calling me to do something, I can fit with what Moses is experiencing because God is calling Moses to do something that's bigger than what Moses can do. And oftentimes, in, in especially in moments like this where we're in the presence of God in worship, we can feel like the Lord is calling us to do something that's maybe bigger than what we could even imagine that we could accomplish in a lifetime. And at that moment, first what we gotta do is say, okay, if God's calling me to it, he's gonna give me the things uh, that, that I need for that. I, I like, I think it was uh, Jimmy Evans that said when, there's, when God provides the vision, he gives the provision. And that's what God will do for us. But oftentimes uh, it comes down to practically thinking, okay, I'll just read this verse. This is Exodus four, verse two. It says, the Lord said to him, what's in your hand? And he, Moses said, a staff. I don't know about you, but if I was sitting in that moment and God called me to lead the people that were enslaved by Egypt, who is probably the most powerful nation or one of the most powerful nations at that time, if God was calling me to do that, I wouldn't expect him to say, use the stick that you have. But that's what God does, right? So, so in this next moment, as we step into this next song, let's ask the Lord, okay, God, if that's what you're calling me to, is there something that I have in my hand? Actually, I'll read it this way. Uh, I said, ask God to show you something that you have in your hand that will help you this next year. So God, what do I have in my hand? Don't be surprised if he highlights something that's maybe simpler than what you imagined. Because a lot of times God will provide profound things and simple. If you would, can you uh, just close your eyes for a moment? I wanna kinda sit in a moment of silence here. And in just a moment, I asked Skip Longcore if he'd come up and kinda just close this moment of worship out. There's one more thing after it, but he's gonna close this moment of worship out in just a moment. So just kinda sit quietly with your... Father, you are so worthy, worthy of our praise. But the words are still echoing in my heart. Jesus, have your way. Jesus, have your way. You came to heal the brokenhearted and bind up our wounds. I believe you're moving in this room today. You've given us Holy Spirit to guide us and direct us. That we don't go on our own strengths and our own plan. Holy Spirit, fill us up today with all of you in all of us.
produce your fruit in us because we can't do it. Trying harder is of no use. But surrender to you fully today. Let the words of this song echo into us and breathe in us, we pray. Help us to walk out boldly today, knowing the full power of salvation in Jesus Christ is in us. Your Holy Spirit walking, directing our steps, that we represent you well today. Thank you. Thank you that you would trust us that much to represent you well. Once again, have your way. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen.